Welcome to the 100th episode of the Cloth Diaper Podcast. Today we have a parent story. We're joined by a mama from the UK who's going to talk about her one year in cloth project. Wow, 100 shows of talking with cloth diaper parents, cloth diaper brands, cloth diaper retailers from around the world. Seriously, I've chatted with parents from over like a dozen countries. People listen to this show from about 25 different countries. And we have been doing this for four years and 100 shows, just cloth diapering. We are micro niched. Sometimes people will email me and be like, can I be on your show? And I'll be like, do you cloth diaper? And they'll be like, no. I'll be like, well, what are we going to talk about? Because we only talk about cloth diapers here on the Cloth Diaper Podcast, which is, you know, it's what we do. There's a couple cloth nappy podcasts that have come in the UK. And there is a cloth diaper podcast in Sweden. Uh, but we haven't really seen many in the North American space. You know, there were a few, but they've kind of fizzled off. I would love to see more podcasts because let me tell you, this year has been wild. I am booked. I have been recording shows nonstop for weeks now, and I have content planned for you guys all the way into September and October. So there is a need, there is a want to share your stories and connect with people. And the Cloth Ever Podcast over the past four years has taught me that. It's shown me that a lot of what I thought I knew is not what I actually knew. And it's introduced me to people in a new way. There's something about sitting down with somebody on a computer screen and getting to learn their story. There's something about hearing a brand story directly from them instead of reading it on their website that makes you go, holy cow, this is actually a person. This is a person who is incredibly passionate about their product because we are people who make these quick glances. We look at things and we go, wow, I don't know. Is that person just knocking it off? And over the last four years, I've been able to learn about the diversity of wash routines. I've been able to learn about the experiences that have worked and I've been able to learn about myself. Now, am I the best person when it comes to, you know, interviewing and hosting people? Not at all. I have very, I am, my ADHD comes out and sometimes I want to interrupt people and sometimes I talk over them and, you know, all those things. Sometimes I zone out in a conversation. It's not perfect, but that's it. We're an indie boutique podcast, just kind of doing our thing. I am so grateful for all of you. You guys are absolutely amazing. I'm glad that you get to learn and share from these stories and empower new people. I get incredible DMs all the time from you that you have felt reassured, that you've felt empowered, that you've felt like you can do this, that you've connected with somebody, you've connected with a brand, or you've been introduced to a new idea or a new product. A hundred shows. This is a big moment for a lot of podcasts. I went to a blogging seminar or blogging conference, probably like 2019 by myself in Toronto. And I was attending this session on podcasting and it was like, most podcasts don't even make it six weeks. If you can make it a year, that's amazing. So for me to be here now, four years later, a hundred shows in, we are like top 5% of podcasts. People don't do this. They don't podcast for five years four years, a hundred shows. You know why? Because it's a ton of work. It's absolutely exhausting. And I 
it's like a part-time job sometimes because I do it all. I can't afford to pay someone to edit the show right now. Like a good editor is like a hundred bucks. There's like two to 500 of you who listen. Uh, I mean, I just, I don't have the hustle to make it work. Um, so we don't do it. And I edit myself on Adobe Audition, which you guys can totally tell. Like it's... It's weak. It's a weak game. And then I do all the additional promotion, you know, the show notes, the transcriptions, the website, the mailing list. It's a lot of work. But it's so much fun and it is absolutely worth it. And I think and I don't expect myself to stop podcasting about cloth diapers, but you never know because I might be buying a baby store. Yeah. Yeah. But we'll cross that bridge when we get there. Now we're going to have a little bit of a sponsorship and then we're going to check out another story from a cloth diaper mama in the UK who we spent weeks trying to get in touch. And then this and that and this and that. And finally, Millie and I are going to be able to sit down. We're going to talk about her one year in cloth project. We're going to talk about her cloth pro journey. These are the stories that you guys were asking for. You were asking for more parent stories. So I got you more parent stories. Today's episode of the Cloth Diaper Podcast is sponsored by Handcraft. Because there's a new cloth diaper on the block, Handcraft reusable cloth diapers with a unique color-wise sizing system. Forget all about the buttons, the tabs, the waste of baggy diapers. The Handcraft color-wise sizing system is designed to grow seamlessly with your child, making tough changing sessions easy. Handcraft's diaper shells are made with internally laminated secure polyester and an eco-friendly bamboo snap-in liner. I think that's code for it's made with a PUL that you're just gonna love, but that's the wording I was given. Purchase handcraft cloth diapers on amazon.com and follow along on Instagram and Facebook at handcraft diapers. Now, before you kind of go and blow off handcraft, I'd love it if you check them out. There is a um, image in today's newsletter or email about Handcraft, and I've had the opportunity to sit down with the team at Handcraft and talk about their product, talk about how the cloth diaper community might work with it, and who this product is for. Something to think about is that the products that we love as cloth diaper crunchies or cloth diaper advocates or strong cloth diaper users who find community isn't always the best product for the general population, for our cousin next door. Sometimes there are people who need simple, easy, no rise snap, less fussing diapers. And the Handcraft Reusable Cloth Diaper featuring this color-wise sizing system is just that. It's a diaper that I've picked up for my girlfriend who's having a baby soon because I know that it's going to be easy for her husband. And sometimes easy is what works. If we can get more families considering cloth and staying with cloth because it looks simple, even though it looks and feels different than what you and I know of as the 28 million snap diaper, I think we'll win. There's a cloth diaper out there for everyone. And the handcraft reusable cloth diaper is definitely a diaper for someone. And I can't wait to get a sample and show it to you guys here on my YouTube channel, Cloth Diaper Podcast, as well as on social. We've got a lot more great pro uh, programming. I want to say programming, but um, content, working with handcraft and finding a way to talk about diapering. 
and potty training and everything in between. So check out Handcraft on Amazon and be sure to follow Handcraft Diapers wherever you go. I know that was a longer advert than normal, but we're going to get to the show now. I just wanted to give you a little blurb. Handcraft has sponsored a few other additional shows coming up this year. So guys, I do vet. I often try to vet who I'm sponsoring with and working with so that I know that it's a product that I want you to learn more about. Um, so my name's Millie. I've got a son who is just over seven months old at the moment. Um, we started kind of on and off from when he was about 10 weeks old, I think. And then went full time around November, I think. Um, so we haven't been doing it like a really long amount of time. <laughs> why did you, why did you start uh, cloth diapering? What, what kind of inspired you to consider it? I think I've just always wanted to. I'm I'm a nutritionist by trade. So okay. like I am really interested in the kind of chemical free side of things. Uh, and that got me into it. Okay. Um, but I think honestly, it's just, they're all just so nice, aren't they? <laughs> it just becomes a bit of a habit as well. Which is, yes, a <laughs> habit and a hobby and a everything. Yeah, uh, right. like, yeah, like a really nice community on Instagram as well, which I think mm. is like, I don't have many mum friends, so it's nice to, yeah, get into. Well, and having a baby in this pandemic transition world where like activities have kind of... I don't know, in my area, there's no more like mom meetup groups. And so being able to find meetup on the internet is the next best thing. Yeah, yeah, there's not really, I think things are just starting here, but like, yeah, there's not that much. No, I'm curious. My one fear has always been like, will it come back? I live in like a rural town where like it wasn't very popular to begin with. And it's so like the one activity is like, will it even come back? I know the person hosting that was burnt out. So I don't know. Uh, so you reached out because you guys, you're doing this one year in class thing. Yeah. So like, tell I me about just it. Just basically noticed, obviously, you know, the whole landfill thing going on at the moment. I mean, and for a long time, it's not like a recent thing. Um, but yeah, I just wanted to record how many I was using. I thought as we were getting close to the beginning of the year. It'd be a good time to start. Oh yeah, and New resolution yeah. feels. Yeah, kind of. Um, but yeah, it just kind of took off from there and I ended up doing it every day. So I thought I'd... Okay, so what are you, you know, what are you doing? So every day you're kind of just like recording how many diapers that you've changed or... Yeah, like how many I'm using, how many um, uh, cloth diapers or nappies. <laughs> how many I'm using every day. So it's, I literally, I just record it on my phone. Like I'm doing emojis every day. <laughs> you just have like a list of emojis. Yeah, Actually, like okay. A, a different yeah, one. Show me. Oh, there you go. And if you Google or so the hashtag is hashtag one year in cloth. And so I've pulled that up on Instagram and I was looking at it. Yeah. Is this it's, you with the emojis? Oh yeah. You're just doing, so you just put like, your a toadstone or whatever your emoji feel is for that week yeah this week's a cheese week oh, okay. <laughs> why not um but yeah it's just I don't know it's mostly for kind of my records and I find it really depressing the amount of oh just I was gonna say like so what have away. you what's been kind of an interesting <laughs> takeaway in the first three months of doing just this the amount I think we're on 
336. I think my other half is currently doing the 337th nappy change in the other room. So um, we're three months into the year and you've already gone through 336 diapers. Yeah. Do you which, think that was more or less than you expected? So many more, I think. Okay. I don't know. I'd, I mean, I'd just never, I'd never really thought about how many I was using. I guess it's kind of like one of those things that you probably just kind of use without kind of recognizing a number associated yeah, with it. Like, like it's just like a. Like I remember right back when he was born, I was really just shocked at the amount of like bin bags. Like uh, our flat that we lived in at the time had a tiny wheelie bin that went every fortnight and we were literally filling it up with nappies, which is just ridiculous. Like having to go to the tip to take our rubbish away because there were so many nappies, <laughs> which I know is like newborn and it obviously gets. Oh yeah. And they kind of better. go through <laughs> so many diapers yeah. and then, I mean, eventually it slows down, but then sometimes yeah. they poop a lot and sometimes they pee a lot <laughs> and sometimes they get sick. And sometimes one week is, do you find any, have you noticed like any trends? Are you using like an average? Um, mostly it's four, five or six, to be honest. Oh, okay. Four to six. Yeah. You know, like, an interesting conversation I had with the Nappy Alliance last week was um, in the UK, they use kind of a four to six number. And then in North America, we kind of use like a six to nine number for the number of diapers being used a day. And my girlfriend in Argentina or Rami from Argentina, she, they use even less. Like we all have different hmm. kind of changing habits, yeah, which is also like, fascinating. I reckon they say here, like, every three hours ish to change yeah it. and so our daycares run on an every two hour schedule uh, in north america yeah fair enough. it just was kind of like a weird cultural thing that i didn't yeah, know was really a thing. <laughs> <laughs> so you're 300 diapers in and you're using hashtag one year in cloth have you convinced anybody else to join in or has zero what does your family and friends think have they seen uh, doing this so Family and friends, honestly, I've got one kind of real life friend with a kid um, and she does not do it because she's also got two other children and a lot of life to take on at the moment. Um, but she's done like, you know, she does it really occasionally. Um, but it's mainly just honestly strangers on the Internet that have now, I guess, kind of be become almost friends. <laughs> It's a weird I thing know that there's a couple, there's somebody else who did something. They didn't hashtag it so nicely. I mean, really hashtag one year in cloth is so nice. And it is kind of astounding because if we're three years, three months in, yeah, hypothetically, you're going to be at what, 1200 nappies. Yeah. It's just, yeah. The thought of it is a lot. <laughs> 1200 nappies. Yeah. That is a lot. I can't even... I mean, yeah, for like three years, I guess. It's, three years, yeah, 3,600, yeah. It's just depressing to think about that being thrown in the bin, I guess. <laughs> like, well, thrown in the bin, but also I think, oh, there's like, there's a cost associated with that, right? Yeah. I mean, in Canada, the average nappy is like 25 cents times 3,600. That's like, oh, it says $900, but there's no way that that's only nine hundred dollars in diapers <laughs> no. right. i mean part of the problem with calculating the cost of disposable diapers is that 
like the small ones are worth less. And then when you get like into a size six, they can be like worth 35 cents. And so you're like trying to make an estimate. Yeah. Uh, and the more like eco-y brands as well. Oh, are a little more yeah. And money. if you can get to Costco <laughs> or if you're just buying them at the local store at full price, yeah. <laughs> or if you can find them on a sale. I think so how do, I worked out in the first week, I think I went through the equivalent of a bag of nappies, which... I think we're about eight ninety nine British pounds. pounds. I don't know what that is in dollar. Too much. But that was like the eco nappies that we were using at the time, which is yeah. So I think in a week I saved about, I think it was seven or eight, eight, eight ninety nine. Yeah. I so mean, like that is ninety nine pounds. Well, part of it has been. So you said that you started off cloth diapering part time. Yeah, at the beginning I was just a bit. Um, scared of doing it out of the house for some reason and like I remember I built it up so much in my brain and then when I actually did it it was obviously just absolutely the same as so this is like I have a girlfriend who's expecting (laughs) and she she was like okay Bailey I'm I think I'm curious like we've been best friends (laughs) for a long time maybe maybe I should consider she's like six weeks away and she's fine I just I didn't want to talk to her about it I was figured she'd come to me when she was ready um and she's like well I think like I'll just use disposables when I leave the house and I was like yeah that's fine like like just acknowledge that she can do that um I think that's it it's also hilarious at the same time because it's that's so easy it's just like it just um I think it because of the amount of kind of advice there is almost out there, it puts you off because you're like, oh God, if there's almost all these people being like, oh no, it's so easy. Like, is it? Is it actually is it? that easy? Or like, <laughs> why is there so many Instagrams for it? If it's easy? <laughs> why is it that? Okay, that is an interesting perspective to consider <laughs> as well. That, like, at the beginning, genuinely scared me. Like, the amount of videos there were of people being like, no, honestly, it's fine. Everyone's scared of it. I was like, should I be scared of it? <laughs> what did you do to kind of overcome that fear? If you look back at your journey, what was kind of, was it just doing it? Is there, like, a, a thought yeah. that you could think that you could share with another mama listening? It literally, just just do it. I think your advice in one of your early episodes that I listened to, kind of when I was really getting into it at the beginning, was um, just just buy the one you like, yeah. Buy the one that looks nice, and it's actually just not. It's not anywhere near as hard as you think it is. Literally, all it is is just a bit of extra washing. Like, <laughs> I, but we we talk ourselves into that game, and I think that's where like so talking with my friend and just I was just gonna acknowledge it and be like, yeah, if that's like if you want to use disposables when you leave the house. Use disposables when you leave the house. And then at least that gets her to try them. And if she's just using them in the home, uh, she'll come around to it, I think. I I think it's like a lot of habit building and learning to do it. I did a consult with a mom in store the other day and um, she was having a hard time with leaks. And at the end of of like kind of the conversation and showing her, it was just, she just hadn't learned how to put the diaper on the baby enough. And that honestly comes down to practice. and like tweaks and eventually you'll get good enough at it that you'll be like, I can leave the house and yeah. <laughs> feel confident and supported to get to that stage of life. It's really important. But like, I think also a lot of the whole eco-friendly thing is such an all or nothing perspective that actually, even if you didn't want to, like you say, 
it doesn't matter if you just want to do it at home even if you're just doing one or two it's still the amount that that would add up over the year I yeah think- i mean like like so you talked about 300 you've gone through 300 nappies this year uh, and yeah. you go through a case a bag a week like if you can make yeah. a bag stretch two weeks or you can make a bag stretch one month like that is such a both economical and environmental impact yeah like the just the amount is yeah a lot (laughs) it just it's really surprised me how many and I know there's there's a thing at the moment in that a lot of people in the UK are doing um which is like a what's it it's spring into cloth oh yeah I think I yeah Rami sent me something yeah which everyone's kind of taking a photo of each nappy change for the whole of this month and so it'll be really interesting to see like yeah the amount of people that are just everyone's kind of impact added together even that small community on kind of uk instagram just it's the amount that people are i don't know like i'm really surprised at just yeah the sheer amount when you actually add it together i think in january there was only like six or so of us doing it was it january or february but um it was like well over a thousand for everyone involved which yeah that's a lot that's like <laughs> a lot of the year isn't it well and i okay so the nappy alliance this year she was talking to me about how they're gonna they're kind of shifting this conversation about economics and a fun fact that she shared with me was that for every like one pound uh council invests in cloth nappy for the community for the council or the cloth nappy programs in the uk it's like 11 pounds in savings for the municipal waste program which i feel like really just reminded me and highlighted this like how many diapers that our cities and our regions are having to dispose of and figure out what to do with yeah it's going to be really interesting to see that campaign roll out later this year and really highlighting like how many families are around you and your 300 300 nappies and my 300 nappies and yeah where's that that going out on like on tv or uh it'll be on the web it'll be on their social platforms the real nappy week is april 26th like real nappy week april 25th through may 1st and um they'll have some fun stuff it'll be like spring into cloth but different be yeah. like it's just gonna be we're gonna be talking about cloth diapers all year i mean we might take a break i think there might be like a break planned like maybe june july august and then september is diaper need awareness month here in the united states and canada so we'll jump back into it uh <laughs> we'll see where everybody is at uh, what has been okay so is there been any other like what's been your biggest struggle uh over the last seven months of learning to cloth diaper and cloth nappy uh, I had to get the washing routine down at the beginning. I think everyone kind of has that problem. Um, and how did you navigate people, that? Uh, the washing routine is honestly, I think just advice on Instagram. Like I really, at the beginning when I was using them on him kind of part-time, he would just scream every time he weed. Like he was obviously really uncomfortable in them. And uh, I literally posted a little message on my personal Instagram. Didn't have like the the Moon and Marley one at the time. And uh, loads of people were saying, oh, you know, try the fleece liners. 
And so did that. And then problem solved. <laughs> Crowdsourcing ideas. Yeah. That's really a part of it, right? Yeah. I mean, surely there's somebody who you can reach out to or ask a question yeah. to and like provide some online, insight. Like, yeah, everyone's just so helpful. The whole community is just really lovely. It's really, yeah, a nice place to be. <laughs> you feel confident in your routine now and everything that's going on with your nappy situation? Yeah. Yeah, I think so. We've just moved and got a tumble dryer. So I'm tumble drying for the first time, which is exciting. Fancy. <laughs> Not having Fancy. to just dry them in the in the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> they really take up a lot of space. That's probably like the biggest downside. Like Yeah. The I mean clothes in general take up a lot of space <laughs> when you're hanging them to dry. Uh, the octopus is like that's the best, best oh, thing yes. I've ever got as a for cloth nappies i want um the i'm curious about the lumi yeah out of australia it's just it's like so far away so somebody needs to like wholesale it i think Uh, they do in the uk i think we do oh yeah i I don't have one in canada so that's why i looked at importing (laughs) one from the united states and i was like this is a lot of money to pay for shipping Uh, maybe i should wholesale the lumi yeah (laughs) It will not have be, I will not be selling it by the time this show comes out, but uh, yes. Okay. So if people want to participate in hashtag one year in cloth, what would you kind of say? Can anybody participate? Could they join today? How would you like to see the community join hashtag one year in cloth? Oh, I mean, like, honestly, it's just, it's fun me doing it by myself, but obviously the more people that get involved is, it's just so interesting to see like everyone's joint impact. Um, literally what i've been doing is mostly recording it on my phone posting it to stories and just tagging the hashtag one year in cloth um if you can tag me it's at the moon and marley so like i know how many people are kind of getting involved that'd be really nice but again it's just yeah it's just a bit of fun <laughs> for listeners who are curious about their impact or they're curious about like am i actually doing something it can be like really cool challenge to see what that is i know that there's a few people i've talked to over the years of like complicated spreadsheets on it but you could just have a notes section on your phone yeah i'm so i'm so pleased <laughs> i think like a lot of people are doing um like tally charts and just yeah writing it down notes on phone seems to be the the one for yeah, there's now. a lot of baby apps out there too that uh will keep track of diaper changes and you can probably make oh, a little yeah. note of of how you're doing things um do you have anything else to share with me today millie i'm trying to think um like probably about the whole obstacle to, uh obstacles cloth is i think other people's judgment <laughs> i don't know if you've you get a lot of that but i found i yeah. didn't but i know people no. do it's um i think a lot of the older generation are just you know like it's not it's not liberating for women to be back washing nappies i've had a lot of that i don't know if that's just like a as an interesting british mother thing but like a few i mean maybe i've actually never heard of that that's yeah i mean but you're a dietitian are that means you have a master's uh the equivalent of but yeah (laughs) I mean, do you think that's partly why you get kind of that, your education level? Like, um, Millie, you've gone to school. You're a highly educated woman. Why are you washing nappies? <laughs> Maybe. I think it's it's friends' mums mainly who, oh. yeah, just don't, 
I don't know. It's yeah, it's a strange thing. I think it is the. I mean, uh, disposable nappies have done a really good job yeah, over like the last decade, <laughs> couple decades, to just just shift how we uh, perceive the act of washing diapers. Yeah, and like the nappies now are so different to the ones that they were using. Like, yeah. And we have modern washing machines with modern detergents and tumble dryers. (laughs) Yeah, that's the other thing, isn't it? They're like, oh, your washing machine must be filthy. But like, again, I clean it every month and I don't know any of my friends that don't use cloth nappies have ever cleaned their washing machines. It's not a thing. You're dumping (laughs) the poop. Like we're not putting poop in there. I think that's a big misconception. Like people don't realize we're not (laughs) washing poop. And then... Yeah, and just, uh, yeah, it's an interesting one. How have you been handling it? Does it just kind of bring you down? Do you just yeah. feel confident in your decision? It's, I don't know, I kind of like a bit of an argument with people sometimes. A heated, passionate debate. <laughs> <laughs> it's not that bad. I promise. Yeah. No, it's just, yeah, it's fun, isn't it? I think to, if you're passionate about something and really enjoy it, then you can. It makes it a lot easier to kind of have that yeah. conversation back with them and I think a lot of that like the obstacle of feedback mostly just comes from like misinformation yeah and and yeah like they don't have babies at the moment anyway (laughs) they don't have babies at the moment and like when my girlfriend asks me about birth I'm always like it was so easy and then she was like that was the worst experience of my life Bailey I just also (laughs) you forget about things when your memory gets foggy just remember all the good bits don't you <laughs> yeah you just remember the good bits you know re- or you remember the bad bits which if they were hand washing or they were washing you know diapers 50 years ago maybe they just remember it being a total turnoff and they're gonna hate it like my mother-in-law talks about rubber pants all the time uh, <laughs> and no wonder she talks about rubber pants like who would want to use one of those yeah um, i've seen the 2022 and we have pul so yeah it's like i think that's that's one of the main things in it it's so it's so different now to, yeah, back then. <laughs> it's so different. And so it's just like slowly having conversations and then not letting those obstacles kind of like take you down. Yeah. Like I've got another really close friend who's actually said to me that when she has a baby, she's going to put them in cloth. So again, it's, yeah, it's <laughs> little nice influences, and, right? Yeah. <laughs> it's so exciting. Um, the sunshine is surreal today. So I like, <laughs> yeah, I can see never that had so much sunshine <laughs> in my life. And I keep catching. Well, I'm it. glad that you could, uh, we found some time, Millie, to have a chat and talk about your project and your cloth diaper experience and how you've kind of overcome some of those obstacles. And we can find you online at the moon and Marley uh, on Instagram. And um, yeah, well, that's just like, that's about it. Thank you for taking some time this morning or this evening for you and with that we are done our 100th show of the cloth diaper podcast thank you to everyone who has been along with me for this wild journey of learning from brands creators and retailers and for my growth i think it's been an incredible four years and i'm so excited for the years to come we have some great podcasts coming up with some great new stories including Kinder Cloth, Peanut and Poppet, 
Laura Akram, sorry, and so many more. Don't forget to check out today's sponsor, Handcraft Diapers. And I did receive a sample while I was editing the show. So I will unbox it over on Instagram and you can check out what exactly is a color wise sizing system in my Instagram videos. Until next time. Bye.